sisters, welcome back to She Is Becoming with the Grace Church and Women's Ministry. I am Delaney, one of your co-hosts, and I am here with Bev, my favorite person. Hey, Delaney. So glad to be here. I'm really excited about our topic today. But first, why don't you tell us how they can access She Is Becoming? Oh, yeah. I just forgot, like, the key part of all this is, like, how can you actually listen to the podcast? Yeah, so... um. Please listen to our podcast, first of all, I'd love to say. Second, our podcast is on Apple Podcasts, it's on Spotify, it's on Google Play, and it is on the Grace Church app. So it's actually super easy to get to it. It's like right on the main page. If you just click media, just get in there and you can listen to it. It's super easy. Also, make sure you are subscribed um, on whatever platform you're using because then you can get updates of when new episodes are available. And it's on a two-week rotation right now, right? Yeah. We put out a new episode every other Monday. Yeah, we're doing every other Monday. So right now, that's great. And if we change anything, we'll let you know on Instagram. Um, Our Instagram is sheisbecoming with two Gs. And we post a lot of updates on there. And then we really like to engage with you on there as well. Well, today, I've got a question for everyone, for you too, Delaney. What does God want from us? Mm. Have you ever wondered, God, what do you want from me? What is it? Um, Well, when we read the Bible, I think we can kind of narrow it down to to really two things, faith and obedience. But today we're really going to talk about obedience. And in the last few weeks, I've been studying the book of Jonah. Yeah. And it's been a fascinating study on obedience. Uh, Here was this prophet who was disobedient. God told him to go and and preach to Nineveh and warn them of impending judgment. But he didn't like the Assyrians. So he took off in the opposite direction. So he was disobedient and he he tried to run away. And then a great storm hit the ship that he was on. And then he was followed by a great fish. Finally, he consented and went to Nineveh and did preach. But you know what? His heart was still not in it. The end of the book ends so sadly. Um, he, He reminds me really of this little saying I heard once that a a child was told to sit and he said I'll sit but on the inside I'm standing up Mm. and I really think Jonah kind of ended standing up he he despised God's mercy towards these people and yet he wanted it himself but he despised it towards his enemies so a lot of great lessons in Jonah but really I think of him as the disobedient prophet so Delaney here's my question to you today why do you think we should obey? Yeah, I think, you know, there are a lot of reasons why we should obey. And I think obedience is something that I have read in the Bible when he says, obey my commandments or obey me or listen to me. And I've, I've glossed over that. And it really is something that's a big deal and it's super important. So we're just going to go over, you know, a couple of things, um, a couple of reasons why we really do need to obey, you know, and the first one, the first reason that we should obey is because Jesus was obedient. You know, he was obedient to the father. And, you know, Philippians 2, 8 says that being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Wow, so think about that, Delaney. Yeah. He had to learn obedience. Mm-hmm. Obedience is that important and, and what it's done for us. 
Oh, continue. I know you've got a lot of no, yeah, and here. and that just shows you like if it, if Jesus was being obedient, this is showing us how big of a deal this is, you know. So we should also really want to obey out of our desire to please God and express our love for Him, you know. And in, in Scripture, it says, "If you love me, keep my commandments." And you know, keeping you know God's commandments is really you know a testimony of how much you love Him. I just saw a quote the other day that says, "The more we." Um, the more we are full of love for God, the easier it is to obey him. I love that. I, I think love that's that. really true. It, it is a way to show our love. So yeah. what else, Delaney? Yeah. Um, so, you know, we should also obey so that we can keep a clear conscience, you know, before God. So, you know, have you ever been sinning and it, it's been really weighing on you? It's, oh, yeah. it's burdensome. It's it heavy. Is. Like, being sinful and, uh, you know, continuing in sin really, like, hurts your heart. Yeah. And so part of the reason why we should obey is so we can avoid all of that. You know, Scripture says, um, therefore, it is necessary um, to be in subjection, not only because of wrath, but also for our conscience. Not only that, too, because obeying, it, we are going to be spared from the resulting harmful consequences of that disobedience. Yeah, That's I, huge, too. Yeah, I mean, when you are obedient— um, you are protected. That's There's a reason why God has these commandments and he's outlined righteous living for us. And so when you're being disobedient, you're taking yourself out from under the protection of God. I see that like a fence around your life. Obedience mm-hmm. is a fence. Yeah, and we all, we often just see it just so like obey and we're like, you know, whatever, yeah. and we have negative <laughs> feelings. True. But, you know, if we really believe that God wants what's best for us, then we will obey him. You know, we'll obey what he says. So, you know, we should also really want to obey because we have a desire to be, it's called a noble vessel of use, and we want to have increased effectiveness in the work of the kingdom. And, um, you know, o- obedience, when you're being obedient, you're it keeps you focused on your tasks. It's keeping you focused on Christ because it's keeping you focused on God because you're dependent on Him. And disobedience and sinning only distracts you from, you know, you're being effective for the kingdom. It does. It does. Even before I come here do anything for the Lord and serving him. I, I ask for forgiveness. I want him just to really search my heart. Search your heart. Search my heart, yeah. oh God, because I can fool myself into thinking I'm being obedient and I'm really not. Yeah, it's 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 true. You know, we should also want to obey so that unbelievers can see, you know, Christ through our lives. You know, we, we are walking testimonies of what Christ has done in our lives. So obviously we're not going to do this perfectly, but we are an example of who Christ is. So obedience really, you know, shows people who God is. Exactly. And that's what keeps people sometimes from coming to the Lord is the hypocrisy of Christians. Even our children can suffer from that if they see hypocrisy in our life. Yeah, they can. And we should also, you know, want to obey um, out of a desire to receive present blessings from God in our lives and our ministry. I think that really goes back to to that, like, protection piece of, like, obedience protects you. And we should also obey because we fear God. And if we really fear God and not man, then um, we will obey him. And it produces something in our life that I like to call radical obedience, which basically means that I'm going to obey God no matter what man thinks of me. And I have such a fear and a reverence of God that I want to radically obey him. And what Can were you, you just explain what fearing God means? You know, I think fearing God is, it's a, 
I've always explained, I've always like understood it like this, how I fear my dad. Like I'm not scared of my mad dad's going to hurt me or punish me, but it's like, I have such a great respect for him that I want to honor him and obey him. Love that. That's a great definition. And I, yeah, that's the best way for me to understand. So um, it also says in Proverbs nine ten that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. So fearing God and obeying him is actually wise. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> it's he actually might wise. actually know best. What really? Do you know? <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Um, and we should also want to obey because we seek a greater heavenly reward. Um, obedience has eternal value. It's significant and it's glorifying to God. And that's doing what is pleasing to him. And that reaps a greater heavenly reward. It does. It does. There, it, it has its own reward, obedience, but it also there are many even tangible rewards in obedience. Plus, there's this eternal perspective to obedience as well that we're going to enjoy reward for that eternally. Yeah. yeah, and I think sometimes when we are obeying, we don't necessarily like see the benefits of it here, you know, in this life on this earth, you know, especially like obedience in the quiet when no one's looking. We might not always like reap benefits, but God is telling us that there is eternal significance to when you are obeying him. And we see that throughout scripture. You know, and we should also want to obey God because we desire a deeper walk with him. It's part of our sanctification. 1 John 1, 6 says, If we say that we have fellowship with him and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. And the walk in the darkness is really like a reference to sin and obedience. So, you know, we want to grow in our sanctification, and we do that through obedience. Right. We can't do it living in obedience in disobedience and become holy. Yeah. That's the Holy Spirit's role in our life and what, what God's will is for us to become holy, which means to become whole. Uh, disobedience is going to keep you from that wholeness, that very best that God has for you. Yeah. And um, this is actually a cool part, which I actually didn't know about obedience, but the Bible actually says that the angels um, glorify God for our obedience. I didn't know that. I thought that was cool. Just worth mentioning. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's just cool. I don't know. (laughs) Just wanted to throw that in there. Um, And then we should also obey because obedience brings joy and peace to our lives. And isn't that true? Oh, my goodness. You know, uh, if I'm not having peace and I'm something's amiss and I'm not joyful and I'm upset, whatever, whatever, I can look back and I can usually see some point of disobedience in my life, even if it's just not trusting. Tr- take fear. Yeah, It's not trusting God. There is a deep joy in being obedient to God. It, it there really is. But the devil will never tell you that. Yeah, of course. He's, he's yeah, yeah. going to give you suggestions that this is where you're going to have fun. This is what's going to be you know, keep you going and give you what you need. And it, it always bites you in the... Or, or he places that, like, I care more about what other people think than, like, God, like the fearing man over God. I feel like that's super common, at least for me. Like, yeah. I care more about what other people think sometimes than what the, the Lord thinks of me, mm-hmm. which is key. And Philippians 4, 9 says that the things you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. You know, and we should also want to obey God because we desire to do what he commands simply because his commands are right and we delight in doing what is right. That's a process because sometimes we don't always delight in doing the right thing. It can be very hard to forgive someone. It can be very hard to um, love, love to, mm-hmm. to give up that sin that we know is hurting us. It's difficult, but yet we're to practice it, right? It said in the last verse yeah. you read, we're to practice 
uh, doing the right thing. Yeah, and obedience. I, and I think too, like in times where you maybe don't want to obey, like having that discipline of being obedient, it will become a desire for you, you know? And sometimes right. you have to kind of push through for it to be like a desire. But that's what God does is he does transform your heart and he makes it something that you do actually want to do. You love him so much. You never want to offend him, just like you mentioned of your father. You know, you, you, you have that deep respect and love and once you see how trustworthy he is when you are obedient, you will want to be more obedient. Yeah. And one of my favorite verses actually is Philippians 4, 8, which says, Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is anything excellence or praiseworthy, oh, I didn't say that right. If there is any excellence and if anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things. And I love that. Because, you know, God really, he is good and he does want what's best for us. And we can have assurance that like obeying him is doing what's right and that we are really like protecting ourselves. Yeah, Absolutely. We're within that fencing, you know, where we're walking in his will and his will is always for our best good, always because he's a good God. And it's also most glorifying to him. And when you love him, you honestly have this deep desire it's about him now in your life and his glory and not my own. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Well, there's a lot of biblical examples of obedience and disobedience, but let's go back to Jonah since yes. we're kind of picking on Jonah. him today. <laughs> what happens when we disobey? Well, uh, a lot went right for Jonah when he disobeyed. He found a ship. He had the money for the fare. Yeah. He was off. He was taking a good nap on a long boat ride, and he thought he had just was able to slip right out of God's will for his life so and out of obeying right. And then the storm came, and he the consequences started to hit. Yeah. You see, God loves us so much that he will send consequences when there's this lack of disobedience in order to make the pain to help bring us back yeah. to him. Well, don't, Jonah was very stubborn. He even told the, uh, the uh, sailors, throw me in the water. It's my fault. Uh, he seemed to be defiant even as he went down into the depths of the sea. Yeah. It was only until he was in the belly of a great fish that he actually came to a repentance attitude and sought the Lord again. Yeah, he, God humbled him. He, God humbled him. God pursued him. So in our disobedience, don't expect God to say, oh, well, no. If you belong to him, he's going to come for you. Uh, no matter where you go, if you're in a boat, you're at sea, you're in a great fish. Yeah, bottom of the ocean. Right. He'll come for you. Yeah. Yes, Jonah, though, did finally obey, and he went to Nineveh, and there was a huge revival. And um, However, at the end of the book, it's so sad. He, he does not sound very obedient to me. He sounds like he's still um, complaining about the repentance of his enemies. He didn't want to see that happen. So... Jonah in the book ends really with Jonah still having a heart problem. But yeah. the good news here is that um, even though he he had this issue and he was disobedient in this part, God used him despite some of these attitudes that needed changing. Yeah. God was still willing to work with him. If I didn't know that, I would stop ministry right now. Yeah. I have to believe that I am in process, just like Jonah was in process. 
he had ob- obedience. Then he then he you know went back on it a little bit at the end of the book where he was uh, angry about the mercy God showed these people. Yeah. So, I, I this is the kind of God we have. He pursues us even in our disobedience. He wants us to come back. He's going to do what he must do to bring us back to obedience. And then in spite of where we're wrong or having disobedience, at times he's going to use us. Now, there are times where our disobedience, he's going to set us aside. Yeah. And and that is a sad consequence meant to, God's consequence is always meant to bring you back to repentance and back into obedience. Yeah. So, Delaney, I want to ask you now. How does Christ's obedience encourage us to be obedient? Because we started out mentioning that. Yeah, you know, I think it, it really encourages us because what think about what Christ had to be obedient to. Christ oh. was not just being obedient to like, hey, my mom said to do this, I got to do this, or something. Christ was being obedient to death, even death on a cross. Mm-hmm. Like, can we just think about that for a second? Like, if God asked me to do that, like, that's... That would be so hard. So when you think for what, for what, for us, we're the prize sinners. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah. And, you know, to think about what Christ endured and was obedient for, I think that's like the most encouraging thing about it to me. Yeah, the redemption of Christ really gives us this restoration of obedience that was really lost due to sin. Christ perfectly obeyed the Father unto death. He took our punishment for disobedience. Now he gives us his righteousness, his obedience of of dying on the cross, of paying the penalty for our sin. All of that obedience becomes ours. Yeah. And, you know, I think sometimes we can think obedience and we think it's like this big thing that we can never accomplish. And on our own, we can't. But, you know, when you have new life in Christ, the presence of the Holy Spirit enables you to be obedient. And, you know, he He helps you, he empowers you to be obedient. So it's not like this huge daunting task that you are having to face alone. No. You have the Holy Spirit who's within you helping you to continually be obedient. And it's a process. It is a process. And if he asks you to do it, he will help you to do it. Amen. Always have the strength and the power from him. Yeah. I, amen. I love that. Um, and I know, like, in my life, you know, there's a lot of harmfulness that can come from disobedience. And I know we talked about, like, why we should obey, why we should obey. And um, those are all good things. But I want to just want to tell you, like, from my own life, I have experienced a lot of harmfulness that's come from disobedience. And, um, you know, a key truth about obedience is that obedience protects you and, you know, staying within God's design and God's boundaries protects you from a lot of pain. And, you know, we talked about that, how disobedience leads you out from under that. And, you know, when I was living in sin um, and I got pregnant with my son, let me tell you, there was a lot of pain that came along with that. And, you know, that doesn't mean that God was still wasn't merciful because he was and he can still use your disobedience like how he did with Jonah and he can still use it for his glory and for his good. But there has been a lot of, you know, devastation in my life and a lot of really hard things that I've had to go through that if I had been obedient, you know, I wouldn't have it wouldn't have I wouldn't have had to go through those things. Yeah. Yeah. It's thank you for sharing that, Delaney. That's that makes it just so real for us that there really are consequences for disobedience. There's blessing in obedience. Uh, these are eternal truths we need to remember. Yeah, and when you when you're 
when you're being disobedient, you are relying on what you think is right rather than trusting that God knows what's best for you. And I think that's super key because if I trust you, God, then I'm going to obey you. And it's also like a test. You know, if you ever want to test yourself, like, how much do I trust God or how much do I love God? Look at how you're living your life. Am I obeying what you say? Yeah, so good. That was so good. What about you, Bev? Like, how have you seen, I talked about like some of the, you know, the harmfulness that I've experienced from disobedience. What are some of the benefits you've seen from obedience in your life? Well, I'll tell you, I would have never chosen my life. I would have never even dreamed to ask God for my life because I feel like he has so blessed me. He led me in a way that I, I would have never even known that I would my life would go this way, yeah. but he chose it for me. I would have lost so much if I had continued on my self-willed way. Right. I would have lost a lot. I would have lost probably in marriage. I would have lost in ministry. Um, his plan, by obeying his plan, even when I felt so incapable of it, so uh, it was so beyond me. And I, I, I looked in the mirror and I said, who, me? Teach the Bible? No, I can't. But I did. And he helped me. Um, I just think what a devastation it would have been to my children had I not been obedient to that. And now to my grandchildren, his ways are always best. Yeah. But like you said, you know, obedience, for our, it's for our good, for our blessing. It glorifies God. It has eternal rewards, but it takes trust. Trust. You have any, that's where the only thing that can make you trust God more is to know him more. Yeah. So get in the word, have time in prayer, make it the, fo- make him the focal point of your life. Mm-hmm. Foster that relationship. You will trust him more and he will give you the best life yet. <laughs> that's so true. Yeah. And, you know, being on the flip side of like, you know, obviously like I'm not perfect and I don't obey all the time because I'm still a sinner, but being on the flip side of, uh, trying to live obediently enabled by the holy spirit instead of purposely living disobediently like there's just so much um joy yeah and walking with the lord in that way mm-hmm. so i just you know i hope that that's it, just a testimony to god it really is. it's either destruction disobedience mm-hmm. destruction equals dis you know uh, i mean disobedience equals, equals destruction, destruction yeah. and obedience equals trust trusting in god and the best life yeah, I agree with that. So really, you know, our challenge uh, for you guys today, we want to do like a little heart check, you know, because obedience really has a lot to do with your heart. You know, so if I could um, sum up this question that we asked at the beginning, like, what does God want from us? Um, I, we would say faith and obey, but we're talking about obedience today. So I would say obey him. Because obedience also really does cover everything. It, it it covers loving others. It covers faith. It covers a lot. So, you know, God has given us a manual for living righteously. And it's going to give you lasting joy. It's going to give you peace. It's going to give you love. It's going to give you all of these things. And he wants us to obey. So maybe a question you need to ask yourself um, is, have you decided that you are going to be obedient to God despite the cost or what man thinks of you? And I think that's hard, but it's a question that like we need to wrestle with and ask ourselves. And also another question that we need to ask ourselves is, do you really love God more than your sin and your disobedience? Oof, that goes deep. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, John 15, 10, it says, if you keep my commands, you will remain in my love just as I have kept the Father's commands and remain in his love. 
So are you spending time in God's word daily? Are you, you know, looking to the Bible for guidance in order to obey? Because with every command that God gives us in the Bible, he will give us strength to obey it, like you said, Beth. That's a principle. He will. And, you know, obedience needs that continual saturation in the word and fellowship with the Lord, you know, and continued learning. So will will you trust today? Will you trust the Lord to lead you in obedience or lead you out of disobedience as he did with Jonah? Because he will. He will. And we have an exciting upcoming podcast, don't we, Delaney? Yeah, so um, in two Mondays, we actually are going to hear a testimony of um, disobedience turned obedience from a good sister here at our church. So we really want you guys to tune in and listen to that. But um, just as we wrap up here, um, Bev, do you want to close this in just a super quick prayer? And then we will wrap up here. Heavenly Father, as we think about this topic of obedience. Would you give us a heart that is soft towards you, that we would see the provision and the good and the fencing around our life when we choose obedience? In Christ's name. Amen, amen. Well, it was great to be with you today, sisters. Join us in two Mondays for a new episode of She Is Becoming.